Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hashtag All Podcasts Matter, the podcast about politics, social issues, and movie news, and occasionally con coverage, because that's also a thing that we do. I went to MAGWest, the first annual MAGWest, which is the West Coast cousin to MAGFest. MAG stands for Music and Gaming. I was on a panel called The Changing Face of Nerd Culture, which I had a good time attending. It was at 1130 at night. It was a, I was actually on the panel as well, along with uh, some friends. Lex, the lexicon artist, Shubzilla, moderated by Steve of the super dope, dope nerdcore group Death Star. The panel was at 1130 at night, so I was pretty tired, way past my bedtime. But uh, it was still a good time, and it was full of wit. And I think it was informative. Hope you guys enjoy listening to it. At the end of the panel, I included some songs from everybody featured on it. Hope you guys enjoyed those as well. I'll put some information in the show description if you want to find out more about these artists. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Two up, two down. I'm not looking at you. Screw you. Um, uh, 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 this is the changing face of nerd culture. Um, uh, so I'm just going to uh, get started here by uh, having the panelists introduce themselves. And so we'll start at the very end, at the very far end. Oh, I'm glad you specified which end. Uh, hi, everybody. My name's Kian. Um, I'm half of hashtag All Podcast Matter. I'm a black nerd, which is now properly known as a as a blurb. <laughs> nice blurb. Um, I don't know. Circa 2014, I guess. I didn't go to BlurbCon. Hey. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> oh, that's too far away. This was spot I ain't gonna snitch. No, no, no. Not the defense of watching, you never know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I am Lex, the lexicon artist. I'm a nerdcore rapper from Oakland. Ooh, based in Oakland. Shout out to Oakland. From Taipei, based in Oakland. Hey. So, I'm Shabzilla, and I'm. Been kind of 
outside the mainstream, like growing up, you know, throughout middle school, elementary school, high school, always never really belonged to a group. Um, always was interested in a lot of non-mainstream things as far as being in a school full of people who like really just like watching movies and hanging out and like once we hit high school, going to clubs. Like I didn't do a lot of that. I would spend a lot of time doing other things like video editing or writing uh, parody songs like Weird Al and Rucka Rucka Ali were like people who like I, I just watched them and I was like, huh, like these people are cool and I like wrote songs inspired by people. Um, I would do other uh, like just nerdy things. I, I don't do a lot of video games now and, and like being at Netflix is really awesome because being in the arcade, just like wow, so many games. Uh, but I did do a lot of that in middle school and high school growing up. Um, just like I was really good at Counter-Strike, I remember that. And uh, yeah, and I mean, just, I mean, identifying as a nerd, it's a lot of people ask me what nerdcore is, like, oh, what makes you a nerdcore rapper as opposed to a regular rapper? I really think it's just an attitude. Uh, it's an attitude of loving something and being passionate about something uh, that a lot of uh, more like, you know, traditionally cool kids might see as lame or, oh, that's like not cool or whatever, but you don't care about what other people think, you just love it with all of your heart. And I think that's, you know, what makes a nerd. Hopefully that was a coherent response. <laughs> I, I thought. I thought. I felt that. And, uh, shut. Hold your applause till the end of the panel. No. <laughs> It's not good enough, right? 
Welcome to Broccoli Town, everybody. <laughs> and lastly, what, what, what makes you a blurred, sir? Um, well, I guess most primarily the black part. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> I guess I was asking about the nerd portion of the blurred. Well, everybody kind of shares like their nerd origin stories, and I guess for me, it was watching uh, 1989 Batman in a top-loaded VCR with my dad. Uh, then I be, kind of became a cinephile after that. Um, actually, I appreciate the Super Mario Brothers movie a little bit too much. No, it's okay. You guys like that, right? It's okay. I vibe. Yeah, it's fine. John is a national treasure, and he deserves better. I will condense, but when I was 16 to 17 years old, 
YouTube uh, meme video creator, essentially. And I'm not gonna open up the name here, but suffice to say, a couple of videos went viral and I was able to generate a, quite a strong fan base of people who are mostly in kind of like the Team Fortress 2 Steam gaming community. And I made music video remixes of like Steam games, basically. And mostly like TF2. And there was this one time when I decided that, oh, I want to reveal my identity to people. Like, oh, I want people to see that, you know, I like to do things. I like to do voice acting. I like to do other things. So I uploaded something that revealed that I was female. And all of a sudden, I got this crazy-ass backlash, like, oh, this is terrible, this and this and that. And, like, people were shocked. People were angry. And I was angry, too. I was like, huh, I thought these people were my fans. Um, turns out that there's a really strong, well, like, section of people who are just pretty toxic on YouTube, and that's what prompted me actually to leave that account for a while. Um, those videos are still online and people still, you know, uh, comment on them and, you know, say, oh, it's such a shame that this person, you know, left the YouTube community. Some people even started speculating that I had died. It was really funny because two years later I went back to the account and everyone was like, RIP, this and this and that. You know, you were an amazing music video creator. And I was just like, cool. <laughs> just like them, and that we need to come over and just 
you know, dive into this spot and have ourselves some representation. So uh, uh, Lex uh, shared a, a, like a, a tragic but delightfully told story. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it's pretty traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little traumatizing. Um, if uh, either of you two are more comfortable, is there a specific scenario, like a specific uh, tale that you'd like to generalize to protect names or not, um, uh, where you felt like they went, they went to, like they went really racist or sexist or what have you? I, I would imagine that the internet has not done. I, I, I'm really surprised, Lex. The internet doesn't seem like a sexist or racist place. <laughs> but, uh, especially YouTube. I know, yeah, especially no, YouTube. Never seen that. But um, uh, uh, either either your thoughts, okay, which one? Um, uh, do either of you have any stories where you felt like it was deliberately attacking uh, you in a kind of othering way? Um, oh, sorry. The question was also directed to me. Um, it's inter interesting. My podcast is very uh, leftist and like very political. They like, call all podcasts matter. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, you kind of be surprised. It's, it gets a lot of strange reactions, and people think it might be you know co-opting the phrase "all lives matter," which it completely does not. But which might surprise you, because I'm a black person. Um, so after I explain that, people kind of might be off-put by it. Yeah, I've experienced some interesting slurs <laughs> on the internet in the past. Which, which um, as, as you said, aren't very surprising. You just kind of keep going about your day. Oh, uh, I guess I could share a story. Uh, once I got into a hilarious argument with Michael Rappaport. Are you guys familiar with that guy? He's, he's pretty awesome here. Um, I had a disagreement with him on Twitter about um, the Oscar So White hashtag. And he's, he's like, name some films that you think should have been nominated. And we kind of had it back and forth. And then he sicked uh, millions of hands on me. So I had a fun day, a fun time to watch people on Twitter. with this topic because a lot of your time 
time spent explaining to white people what like things like being a minority or being or explaining to guys what being a woman is like and stuff. But um, uh, is there is there do you feel like you have to work harder to like earn acceptance? Um, uh, in 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 like either in the internet space or even in your real space, or do you do you try to ignore that? I would say I try to ignore it for the most part, and that's probably something that we're all used to anyway, just in our regular lives. Because um. we because we I don't know about you guys, but what you do is probably you exist in a space where people who look like you normally don't exist. And I think we all kind of not share that experience. It's true that people who look like us often don't exist. I mean, women of color are rare, and like Asian women, Asian women are even rarer. Um, but I have to say that being in the Bay Area, specifically Oakland, Oakland and like San Francisco is like, uh, it's, it's a huge blessing because um, even people who are not usually comfortable or um, not usually familiar with seeing an Asian woman rap, they see that and their minds are open to it. Like they see that and they're like, oh, I've never seen this before. That's cool. As opposed to, oh, I've never seen this before. I do not like it and I do not accept it. Which makes sense that it might be something that happens in places that are not as open-minded. And so I think personally, as far as the rap career goes, uh, I tend to see um, positive feedback. When they're when they're being surprised uh, when they're being surprised by what I'm doing as opposed to uh, negative feedback, and that's not always true on the internet, and certainly wasn't necessarily true with like the whole anonymous um, YouTube channel thing. Um, but certainly is because I can't hide my face behind an anonymous account when I'm performing on stage. Um, but I was surprised to see how accepting actually general audiences. I'm a little jealous of the neighboring panel. Like, can you all clap for for no reason? Oh! Panel is here. I don't know. I wonder if y'all were clapping for like not every experience being gatekeepers. Gay people were accepted for the one time that year. Oh. Do you feel like you have to earn it? Like, I'm not saying that you should have to, but do you, do you get that feeling that you have to earn it, or can you ignore that feeling? Is that something that you wrestle with? Um, I guess yes and no. I will work. I will work through it. Like, Bill Beats will tell you, like, I will. I will do whatever I can to like steamroll through something, regardless of how much is going on in my life. Um, do I have to work hard to be accepted? Yes. I'm a woman and I'm Asian. It, like, to give y'all an example of how rare that fucking shit is, we are the only two Asian women that are rapping in nerdcore. This is it. This is all you get so far. The, <laughs> dawn the end. So... You're witnessing a crazy phenomenon. I know, right? <laughs> we are multiplying. <laughs> See, what are they there will be more. There will be more. Um, it's like Aurora Borealis. <laughs> right? But, um, you know, there's, there's stereotypes about Asian women that are disparaging and inaccurate and frustrating to deal with. Like, oh, we're all small, and we're all weak, and we're all humble, and all, you know, like, dare I get into, like, the, like, 
the sexy time aspects of like stereotypical like Asian shit because it's fucked up. Um, so you know, being on stage, being aggressive and hot mess, and just pouring your entire heart and soul and being fucking cathartic, like in front of a group of folks, like a lot of people <laughs> don't know how to deal with that anyway because there's, they have a certain expectation of what um, an Asian woman will either look like or behave or even be on a mic or what she, what she sounds like. And I am just, what the hell? So, <laughs> so when, you know, some folks are, a lot of folks are actually like, hell yeah, I'm about this, you know, like you're out there doing your thing, that is cool. I want to do something, I'm going to go draw a page or like live life, whatever. But yeah, there are those, that small amount of folks that's like, I don't like this, I don't accept this, this is different, and she's not doing what I think she should, so I don't like her either. And I eat those people up. Like, I will like, I will like stare them down in an audience and just like try to like jump at them, and then I have like a gang of guys holding me, like mentally holding me back, going, don't embarrass us. <laughs>
guy from a white neighborhood that went to a white school. Um, but, um, but uh, so like I didn't know not to touch hair and stuff like that. Somebody explained it, but uh, like, do you feel like? Uh, well, what do you like to describe? Uh, do you get a lot of microaggressions like in your performance and stuff like that? Is it a regular thing? Is it something that you're always kind of on the lookout for? Um, basically, how they hit your life, how they wear you down. Hmm. Uh, I think the best example was actually the one I just gave, which is, oh, I did not expect that, or like, uh, oh, an Asian, like, you know, you're you're an Asian, you know, small Asian girl rapping. That's really, really, really unusual. Or they'll say um, something that like is kind of in reference to either my gender or my race. Um, uh, they would say something like, oh, can you rap in Mandarin? I mean, it's a fair question, but like, you know, you wouldn't ask the white guy that. Um, you know, can you rap in Mandarin? Or like, oh, I, I tell them I'm a rapper. They're like, oh, yeah, rap for me. I'm like, give me $10. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I charge you. Um, uh, just like small things like that. Uh, it does happen quite often. Like right now, I'm trying to fish up examples, uh, but nothing's really coming. I, I, I will let you know like when something else other than the one I just said comes up, but how do I deal with them? To be honest, I haven't found a good way to deal with them yet. That's just like the really hard, honest truth that like often it happens and I'm just like, huh, that doesn't feel good. Too bad. You know, and then, you know, I, I want to call them out. I want to say, hey, that's not acceptable. At the same time, some of these microaggressions are not strong enough or uh, blatant enough for anyone else to think it's wrong or not okay, but it like, it affects me on like a lower level. And so at this point, it's kind of, I don't want to, you know, uh, make a scene versus I don't want this to be acceptable. Uh, I haven't found a good middle ground yet. I don't know if you guys have any insight. Uh, I think my tolerance for microaggressions has, has become thinner over, over the past couple years, so I'll probably let them know. Uh, I got asked this week what part of Africa I was from. Oh! Um, <laughs> I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. If I had um, girls, I'd be clutching them to my bosom right now. That is awful. Oh, I said, oh, one. <laughs>
because, um, spoiler alert, I'm not a natural blonde. So, what? no, right? These, you know, okay. Um, it's late. Um, so, you know, there's one, there's one um, gang in particular, we're all done with the show, yeah, and this um, woman came up to me and she starts like, Abigail, your hair's so beautiful. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm gonna ignore that and I will share with you who my stylist is. So I'm like trying to find my stylist card, whatever, share with her, like, where, where the salon is at, whatever. It's just really beautiful, I love it. And like, I think the second, third, or fourth time I did one of these, and like, I was ready to box, and she finally got the hint that maybe we don't touch people's hair or people at all unless we have permission to do so. So that's a microaggression. And then um, <laughs> at the same venue a couple years later, um, I, I performed this one song that's written like half the Gago Fabulantia. And it's about whitewashing, and I like making fun of Emma Stone, so you know, <laughs> I fucking hate her. Um, and you can tweet that. Um, what's it called? So there's apparently like this, this white gentleman in the audience, and he has, I think, like, I think a Filipina either fiance or she, she was his significant other. She was not there. Strange looking up. So, um, you know, I did a song, I didn't have to battle, I'm, I'm having a good time, whatever, I'm vibing with life. Um, after my set, he comes up to me and then proceeds to explain, to white explain and mansplain to me how he is, he gets that song because his significant other is a Filipina and he had lechon or like broiled pork belly for <laughs> breakfast. So he knows about, he knows what it is to be Filipino. He's also lived in Cebu for like two months. So he like, he knows and he needs me to understand that he's he's totally down with Asian women. Because he, <laughs> he knows like he knows a significant other and like nine of our aunties that all look the same. Um my my dear and dear friend, who also happens to be a Filipina, was having a conversation with me at the time. So he not only like decided to unroll this like problematic, um, I guess carpet of shenanigans. Uh, you know, you did it to you did it to the only two Filipino women, or you know, in the venue. So both her and I were just like, like the side eye, the tea sipping. It was all there. Um, I guess how how do I deal with that? One, I try to keep those stories in my pocket for like segues in between songs. Or when I just want to have a good laugh at somebody's expense, I'm spiteful, y'all. Um, but also, like those, like things like that are also stories that you can, like, that I do use as examples for what microaggressions exist. And here's why: this is something that happened to me, and I'm gonna tell you right now, sit your ass down, why this is problematic. You don't like, you don't touch people's hair, like. Clearly, I have an experience as a Filipino-American that I know about. You don't need to tell me about my experience, white man. Um, you know, it's things like that, that like, even though it's tiring and it's frustrating to deal with, um, like having, having those stories, like being able to, I mean, it's not a mixed blessing by any means, it fucking sucks. 
but being able to, and being able to go back and like have to like fish them out like we just did, it's important lessons, especially to y'all white allies out there. Like any time, any time, any marginalized person, and I need y'all to like listen in and give me both ears right now. Any time a marginalized person is gonna tell you that some shit went down and they do not feel safe, they do not feel comfortable, they do not feel okay, whatever the case may be, you are to listen to them. You are to listen to them and hear them out because you might be that last safe space they have. And the minute you deny that, there's no space for them to be. And you've just denied them like another person that they can then turn to. So, you know, TLDR, be cool, listen to people, especially if they're marginalized. Don't like explain or explain. Don't be a mad dude. Ridiculous. 
We only have 24 hours a day. Um, you know, look up the look things up. Look up those resources. What is a what is cultural appropriation? You know, like typey typey type. Boom. Hell shit about cultural appropro that y'all can dig in and you know see why it's wrong. For instance. I just need 17 reasons why it's okay to not touch your hair without asking. <laughs> Thank you, Buzzfeed. Uh, but that's that's one thing that comes off the mind because it's so simple. Because I think I'm just gonna assume that we all have some sort of smartphone or access to a computer. We do, right? We all bought our passes. Okay, so you know, use it. You use the fabulous fabulous world of the internet to educate yourself and really, really look at things that way. Yeah, just go down the line. Cool. If you have thoughts, you know. Um, uh, there was a recent incident where I felt like I was being harassed by someone online, and I made a post about it, and one of the first things that happened was someone who I had no idea, I don't know this guy, um, I, I like friended him at one point, and he immediately jumped to defense the defense of the the um, supposed harasser. He immediately was like, "Hey, like you know, think about this guy's reputation. Like you know, like how like why can't women take a compliment? You know, like like all of this stuff. It's like, hey, like you know, how are guys supposed to get dates if women can't take a compliment? Like you know, if everything is supposed to be harassment, I'm just like, hey, I felt like this." This is how I felt when this person did this behavior. It made me feel a certain way. Without even thinking about and, and acknowledging my feelings and my feelings of being unsafe, you immediately jump to the defense of the supposed harasser. Um, given the fact that I don't know you, this is very strange. And it was the response of um, like actually more than one person who like didn't even know me at all. Um, and so I think my words to people who um, you know want to you know uh, want to protect their friends, want to protect you know people who are close to them, is to just or, or actually you know do not people who don't want to uphold this kind of system that promotes microaggression or harassment, just you know acknowledge feelings of people and acknowledge that they are legitimate instead of immediately trying to shut them down. Um, and you know, sometimes it's worth it to just listen, as opposed to like, oh wait, 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 yes, but. I think it's important to look at things from a yes and. I acknowledge that this is how you feel. Sometimes it's important to do that. Just to read your reference, I really like arguing on the internet. So if you guys want to tag me in your arguments, you're in. Um, even for allies who are great allies sometimes, and I, I just don't want to talk about it. There's been a lot of like well-meaning people, like especially this week, who were like, hey, Kian, just so you know, Charlottesville was terrible, right? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, all, all this racism is like terrible, right? You want to talk about it? Man, I'm just so worried about the future. You ever think about the future and how it might be tough for your son? Being a black in America, I'm like, oh man, yeah. Being a black in America? <laughs> just, sometimes you want to, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think about it all the time. Thanks. I think it's important for 
people to just act like normal people and like, you know, there's this one article that I read, it's like, I don't know how to explain that you should care about others. It's like, don't go out of your way to explain why you care about others, just care about others. But yeah, that's, that's essentially it, yeah. Yeah. Sorry if I like, go no, on. No, 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 thank you, that was it, so thank you. Okay, I do, um, before we, you know, continue uh, and everything, if anyone in the audience has a question, concern, comment, um, uh, for any of the panelists, uh, feel free to come up and um, and ask it, um, or you can just stand up from your seat, or you could not stand. Um, uh, if you want, if you, it's your choices. Your choices. Did you make a Kaepernick reference? What? Did you make a Kaepernick reference? Like uh, you could take me, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's weird because I'm from Seattle so I should hate Kaepernick for other reasons that have nothing to do with that yeah. and so everyone's like yeah I hate Kaepernick and I was used to hearing that for football reasons for a long time like they're like Bleh. and now I'm like no, no, no you're just probably hating him because you're racist um, but, uh, we support him here <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah if anyone has any comments, questions uh, I'm going to create a little space and look you got your hand you're kind of mm. go for it Scarlett Johansson was not whitewashing, <laughs> and I was the only Asian woman 
at the brunch, and I was like, actually, this is why it's whitewashing. And you know what his defense was um, for why they couldn't cast a Japanese-American woman? He was like, well, if, J if Japan wanted a Japanese person to play this major, maybe Japan and Asia should train more actors to send to America. Ooh. And it's just like, do you tell people that, oh, the reason we don't have black actors in movies is because Africa's not sending enough actors to America? You know there are these things called Asian Americans, right? Who can speak English and act? You know those people exist, right? And he was like, oh, no, no, like Japan, should, like, like Japan just doesn't send enough actors to America. And it's just like, that is complete bullshit. You know it's bullshit. The Ghost in the Shell movie lost money. It's because it's fucking bullshit. Like, it was a bad movie, and casting Scarlett Johansson did not make sense. Neither does moving Death Note from Tokyo to Seattle, because Death Note, as its, as its core, is a Japanese story with Japanese values mm -hmm. and Japanese cultural uh, ethos. Uh, both Light and L. I think it's great that Lakeith Stanfield is a black L. Um, however, it's, it's, it's still kind of far-fetched to say that everything happens in America because it's a Japanese story. And I think the way for how to you know, help pop culture and you know, creators of, of pop culture realize that um, you know, transplanting these uh, is not a good idea is you know, to just, I think it's gonna take time for people to understand that Sometimes stories are best left in their cultural setting. Mm -hmm. I think the best way to have done Death Note was to make it a serial net, um, uh, on Netflix with Japanese American actors set in Japan with yep. people speaking English. Yeah, that would have been sick. I think that would have been great. Yeah. I would have watched it. It's like it was filmed from the jump. You just saw me into the movie. You can't even fit all that until 100 minutes. And I know that you mentioned like Hugh Sandhill because he's kind of my favorite. He feels great as Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> But he was a huge actor. I mean, look at Get Out. Get Out earned a lot of money. It was a really successful movie. And Hollywood should realize that that's actually a worthwhile business model. People don't want to see whitewashed movies. People want to see real movies of real people. Remind me, didn't Ghost in the Shell flop? Oh, yeah, it did. And Ghost in the Shell whitewashed so hard that it's like the plot of the thing. It's an Asian person, I think it's a Japanese woman's brain is put in Scarlett Johansson's brain. It's Korean. It's a Um, a Latin American woman. 
woman who had a Filipino boyfriend. How would the story change? I would feel sad at one. Okay. Um, number two, there is a power dynamic between especially white men and Asian women. Right. Oftentimes you're going to see them, especially in pop culture, like a white man fetishizing mm. um, an Asian woman. So, you know, there's some problematic exchanges in, like, in that in and of itself. So when somebody, so when, you know, uh, what is his name, Christopher, we'll call him Christopher, um, you know, comes at me with, with all this nonsense of shit I already know and experience, it's like, who are you, yes, outsider, to tell me about my own culture when I have to like wake up and look at this gorgeous Filipino mug every fucking day, when my family came here from a motherland that like was going through martial law, so that they can like escape that shit and come here, like you know, for me it's for me like there's so many experiences that I'm like, okay, the, these are experiences that define me not only as a woman, not only as a queer woman, but a, but a Filipino woman. You know, for somebody to come in and not even know me, just listen to a song and just assume that they are in on that they are in on it, like to me is an affront. Like it's almost it it is literally almost like an invasion of me. Like for lack of a better term, like it's very invasive, and I like I I'm very what's it called? I react and have reacted very strongly, especially to white mansplaining because of that, if that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I'm so I, can't add, I, was, I was going to add things and I was like, but then it sounds like I, I might be mansplaining. So I'm just not going to. Uh, I want to know, want people to know um, and I'm going to use a term that's often used within the black community desperately by hopeful white people. Um, just because one person of color invites you to the barbecue doesn't mean all people of that color invite you to the barbecue. Oh, um, <laughs> we no longer invite people to the barbecue as, as of 2017. <laughs> that, is, that is fair. Um, but yeah, it, it just means that if, like, if that person's um, significant other, is fine with that person uh, uh, feeling comfortable within their culture and everything, that's great. That doesn't mean every person from that culture is going to have that same comfort level. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the hard thing, is that you have to treat everybody like they're a unique person, which is super hard if you don't really think about it too closely or keep kind of aware. Um, that's true of everybody. That's true of gender experience. Um, and it's something that I had to learn. And I still don't do it very well. Um, you don't know, okay. Nah. Um, I think it's like, a, like a, a good a, B plus. A B plus, I'll take it, I'll, whatever. Um, anyway. Um, sorry, elaborate. But the important part is asking. Asking is important. Yeah. Yeah, just intro in with the, have you heard about this or is this, um, I, uh, you know, entering the conversation with rather than being like, oh yeah, I know this thing. It's been like, hey, I got to spend two months in this thing. It's a beautiful city. And then let you talk. And then you can kind of judge that thing. I think that might help. I was there at that concert. That was a tough day for you. You had a multiple aggressions coming at you from all sides on that concert. Same, same concert <laughs> included somebody like, I 
I I just put the Chubzilla sticker on a coffee maker and and bought it or gave it away as a prize. Yeah, I can't remember what the, it was like, okay, you can stay bitter, she will keep you bitter and woke with this Chubzilla brand coffee maker. And some, somebody in the audience, and I knew who this motherfucker was too, like shout out, oh, it's Coach Invasion. And like, the room drops. The (laughs) room was like, you know, and I knew who he was, and I stood up and was like, who the fuck is that? Like, come, come through, come through and say it. Come on, let's do it. And like, he shrunk back in his little, like, little fragile, cowardly shell, and has since never said anything about it, because he's a coward. Um, but yeah, that was a rough night. There, there, was, there was microaggressions so, about gender and race. So for me, that was a pretty cool night, because like, a lot oh, yeah. of people like, <laughs> I got to see you, man. But uh, a lot of people, uh, I like that. I, I want to hit more comments, questions, concerns, um, if there are any. If not, I want to uh, uh, have you guys plug your stuff. Does anyone have any other? Because like the next panel is until one, so we've got a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I have one more question. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw that. She had a question. Yeah, so um, at the beginning, you know, you were talking about how um, you sort of like found your communities of, I guess, people like you. Um, I know you said something about how you uh, didn't want to talk about Charlottesville, but um, so I'm going to mention Charlottesville briefly, but it just doesn't. No, it's, it's okay. Okay. All right. So um, I was reading one analysis of the Unite the Right um, kind of thing, and it's like, why are all these like, why did the alt right come into existence? Um, and so one article I read said that you know a lot of it is because we have the internet as it exists now. We have like. Twitter and we have Google that you know um, is tracking all the time, and so Google knows who you are and what you do and what you like, and Google will feed you into like everything. Google puts you into this bubble, and YouTube does the same thing. And so like, if Google knows that you're into I don't know Nazi videos or whatever, Google will
hate Nazis. You have to make, um, you know, do things on the internet to strike down Nazis. For example, dox them when they go to white nationalist rallies. Um, and I think that people should take action to, uh, you know, obviously uh, stop Nazis. It's just a difficult ground to tread based on like, oh, should we censor Reddit? Or should we remove, you know, uh, subreddits? Or should we remove certain websites? Like for example, um, physical reaction, uh, physical, uh, physical revenge or something like that? It was a subreddit um, on Reddit where there are just people um, threatening to kill anyone who was Antifa or like you know anti alt right or anti Nazi, and that got taken down. I think that's appropriate because people could have died from that. Um, but when do we decide when uh, you know physical danger is imminent or uh, it's just a group of people who could potentially become violent but aren't violent yet? So you know there's all these great things. I don't have a good answer for it. Um, I think that neutrality is important and internet freedom is important.
any, any combination of Lex and Pawn Artist, you should be able to find me. Um, I have a couple of shows coming up. Tomorrow with Shabzilla, Bill Beats, Death Star, and Richie Branson at Neck of the Woods, San Francisco. Starts at 8 p.m. It's going to be awesome. If any of you have dro driven down from us up, drive back up and join us. It'll be fun. Um, uh, a couple more shows, I guess. If you're in Oakland, uh, check out uh, Samus. I'm supporting Samus. I help put together the show. Uh, it's on the Tuesday, the 29th. Tuesday, the 29th. And on the 10th of September. I'm opening for MC Lars and Richie Branson. It's gonna be great. Uh, cool stuff going on and pretty excited. Also, Nerdcore VPC, both of us are competing. Uh, it's a really cool competition where vocalist and producer team up and they make songs in three weeks about themes. The next one is write an advertisement. Bill Beats is also competing. Uh, so you should check that out at Nerdcore VPC. Um, I'm excited to go to both those shows, actually. Yeah! So um, don't, don't mind me, I'm going to be awkwardly tweeting the whole time. No, but that, that, just, that doesn't mean that I'm not enjoying music. Can you awkwardly tweet next to me? Oh, 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 definitely. Yes. I might, I might be, I might, I might be young. That's fine. I might be young. That's okay. fine. Just so you know. Hi, everybody. My name is Ian. I'm from Hashtag All Podcast Matter. It's a podcast that tells us about social issues, politics, Movies and Keanu Reeves. Uh, you can find me at All Pause Matter on Twitter, All Podcast Matter on Instagram, and I have zany bookmarks and stickers and pins if you like for the free. Come on up if you're interested. Thanks for coming to this. You all some real ones. Pat yourselves on the back. Thank you. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna drink now. I'm gonna take everything out. Well, I mean, just because it's the end of Saturday, you know, we, it's the last night of the convention. And we just have tomorrow bedtime. But thank you for coming to this uh, panel and uh, go forth, be merry. Thank you. Yay. No. Thanks for coming. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being I'm about to eat this entire bag of bread right now. <laughs> it's pasta. And it's courtesy of shoves. It's better hot. Really? It is, yeah. My name's Lex, I am a rapper. I wrote this rhyme on the crapper, what? Now everybody that can hear this sound, put your motherfucking hands in the air right now. But if you got a small dick, put him down, cause I'm looking for a fella that is well endowed. Uh, just kidding, I'm not a size queen, just a fan of cool licks, ice cream. Screaming like a Markiplier on a live stream. Flow cold like Otakuno, ice beam. I'm high in IQ and drugs, limitless. These guys wanna give me hugs, mini vests. If I succumb to my delusions of omnipotence, I'll get my head caught by my duff, Inverness. I'm going crazy like a mammal, batshit. Dropping bars like I'm dropping acid. I eat it up like a cake, fat kid. Fill me in the next day, mad lips. Now why you fucking with the LEX? Man, I heard it all, so what you gonna tell me next? That I'm rude as fuck? That I'm selling sex? I deny it, but a lot of truth is said in jest. I'm like, now why you fucking with the LEX? Man, I heard it all, so what you gonna tell me next? That I'm whack as hell? I got no respect? I deny it, but a lot of truth is said in jest. Uh, getting turnt like a centrifuge, spinning out. Your whole game like your hair, thinning out. And I'm getting death threats any minute. Now I'm out in California catching beef, in and out. I like to keep it kind of funny, hashtag. 
But the drinking takes a toll Fast track I hit it right on the head Snap back You fuckers put it on the wrong side Ass hat Now everybody in the club get tipsy I'm walking around wearing jeans that don't fit me I got some holes in my crotch getting thrifty Fuck getting rich I'll die trying 50 Look at me I ain't got no street cred no. I'm too wholesome and bland Wheat bread I'm a straight A graduate from UCB And I'd rather eat a dick than get a B I'd rather be dead Now why you fucking with the L-E-X Man I heard it all so what you gonna tell me next That I'm rude as fuck That I'm selling sex I deny but a lot of truth is said in jest I'm like now why you fucking with the L-E-X Man I heard it all so what you gonna tell me next That I'm whack as hell I got no respect I deny but a lot of truth is said in jest Yeah I'm the best Really I got nothing left to say The fella say I got the best ass in the bay I like to claim I got Working out every day, but I got it eating pita chips and sipping on some Elize. Big dreams, but I'm really fucking lazy. People tell me Alex is crazy, I say maybe. Keep writing wordplay till writing words pays me. But till then, I could do this all day. See? Souped up in a Cadillac, me so. Meter won't get my quarterback, Tebow. Got an essay in the backseat, Miho. Wrote a song about myself, Ego. Ripped off Lowly Island, semicolon. I'm just low on motivation, Kelly Rowland. I wanna be on top of all the gender roles Got me fucked up like hentai tentacles Hear the voices in my head, bad sign Try to tell me that I'm mental, gaslight They wanna try to steal a spotlight, co-star I beat their fucking teeth in, crowbar My thoughts standing in a crowd, unimpressed Not a no, not a yes, to some extent I broke a God-given promise, covenant Now I'm doing wordplay in hell, punishment Now why you fucking with the L-E-X? Man, I heard it all, so what you gonna tell me next? That I'm rude as fuck, that I'm selling sex I deny, but a lot of truth is said in jest I'm like, now why you fucking with the L-E-X? Man, I heard it all, so what you gonna tell me next? That I'm whack as hell, I got no respect I deny, but a lot of truth is said in jest Uh, 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 yeah Why you fucking with the L-E-X? But the weight ain't there, and I'm ready to 
your role. Sign 20 yes, but my man say no. The time to react is passing by, so I ask him why, and I hear him sigh. Saying ain't the plan, and I should understand. Better keep the focus sharp at the task at hand. Hands grip what I don't have. Negotiate the way me that have. I ain't got the last laugh. Argument is void, we got the crap. Can't win a little when the insides churn. Should've caused a scene if we crash and burn. Lesson learned, suggestions firm. The chance is gone to sort the worst to pump it up. 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 Pump it up.
elevate over fictional females Fem Shep style calibrate to the polygonal tail But pixels always pale to the real geek elite Nerdy women always sway me, make that heart skip a leash day, she's neat, got a great personality Tina Fey, Mila Kunis, rock that lovely liberality My immoral mentality turns me toward the accomplished In the fields of science, computers, physics, and conquest I'd like a ride, Sally Ride, Spacer has me over the moon Starry-eyed by Caroline, Miss Herschel makes me croon like a holiday Sandra Day would judge me guilty, choosing Barrett over Grey All these genes have got me wilting My love for Lovelace is a complex algorithm Get up for Ginsburg, my majority decision It's the vision, the passion, the drive My wants for the friction, the action Great minds that haunt My dreams, their faces buried in books In my dreams, they're giving contemplative looks In my dreams, they're shaping futures of thought In my dreams, these brilliant ladies never stop In my dreams I'm a wreck of the written word, prose rules everything around me And ladies of the lit straight astound me Robin Hobb telling tales of six duchies She can touch me with a quill, Mary Shelley will Even if I'm frankin' ugly She's a victor, I'm a vigor Separated by the centuries, books are my chrono trigger Reaching back to Hypatia to hold the genius hand Up to now Ellison Bechtel, though you hardly need a man Not a one of you really, Pia Guerra, Wendy Peeney From Kid Johnson to Le Guin. Not a one your women need me, but Jeffy me Teaching me stretch of boundaries of my world Madeline Lingham made Jemison and all you nerdy girls Make this crazy haven better being better than the boys that simply anything whatever Hedy Lamar making noise or a Danica McKellar Making charts and breaking hearts with mathematical division Man, I love them girls with smarts My dreams, their faces buried in books In my dreams, they're giving contemplative looks In my dreams, they're shaping futures of thought In my dreams these brilliant ladies never stop in my dreams So, cosplay, what is it you like about nerdy women? I don't know, um... I guess girl gamers are less likely to call you faggot in Halo and then teabag you? Wow, kind of a shallow pool you've waded into there, dude. Um, maybe we don't put this one on the album.